Hey guys, welcome to Today's the Day with Zach Anderson. This episode is brought to you by Alchemy Sales Coaching. I hope you guys enjoy. All right, all right, all right. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Um, it's Zach Anderson. Um, and for today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm going to kind of dive into my story. I've had a lot of people reach out um, that, that know of me or people who don't know me at all. And they're just curious kind of what my background is, what my business background is, just kind of how I grew up and how the podcast came to be and everything else that I go and talk about with my guests. So I really want to dive into my story and I'll give you guys a deep dive. Um, so for anyone who cares to get to know me a little bit, let's rock with it. Um, so, so to start out, I'm, I think the most important thing to realize throughout my life and that I've like realized now, um, is I'm so, so, so blessed and lucky in so many different ways. I'm so blessed with the family that I was blessed to be, be raised in. I'm so blessed with the friends that I've had, the mentors I've had, my parents, my siblings. Um, and sometimes in the moment it didn't always feel like that, but I think it's extremely important to understand as I go through and kind of tell my story. And as I go through some, some trials or some ups and downs, like sitting where I am today, there's not a single thing that I would change about my life. And I absolutely love where I'm at and how I got here. Um, so let's go ahead and rock in and dive into that. So starting out super quick, I was born in Orem, Utah, Provo, Utah, grew up in Orem, Utah. Um, and I was born in a family of six siblings. So I was the third oldest. I have an older brother and an older sister. Um, and then I have a younger brother or two younger brothers and one younger sister, um, that, that were born to the family that I was born into. So, uh, I guess rewinding all the way back to when I was very little, I, I mean, as early as I can remember, I would say, I just remember life always being just fun and crazy. And um, I was really close to my family and my cousins growing up. We were always playing sports, um, always active and kind of like the first catalyst or moment that I would really go and recall and remember, um, from my childhood when I was seven years old. Um, and my youngest brother had just been, been born when I was seven years old my parents went and they split up. So they got a divorce um, when I was seven years old. And to be honest, going into that experience, uh, like none of us really knew what was going on. So I can't even say that it was hard as a seven year old. Um, it was just kind of confusing more than anything. Um, and my parents are amazing. They both loved us and, and we spent time with them. And it was it was awesome on that front. Um, but there was definitely a huge change. All of a sudden, Mom was driving us around like crazy. We'd go visit dad at his house and we wouldn't be at home on the weekend to hang out with friends sometimes. Um, and then mom was working way more, so on and so forth. And then when I was eight or nine years old, my parents actually ended up getting remarried to each other, um, which was like the craziest. Like, I remember that that day so well, which is so strange Like we did like a little family wedding, um, which was a very strange, cool experience. It was like, oh, thank goodness. Everything's back to normal. It's awesome. And then I think it was about a year later my parents ended up getting a divorce again. Um, and the second time was 10 times worse because we knew exactly what was coming. So when I was about 10 years old, my parents split up for the second time. Um, and that was like a really, uh, I would say scary, scary, unsettling, like, oh no, like what's like not again type feeling. Um, and like I said, it's turned out to be the biggest blessing ever. But in the moment, it was really, really hard. There was a lot of like contention. And in my experience from having divorced parents, you always feel like you, you have to pick somebody or you have to pick a side or whatever it may be. Um, and it caused a lot of, a lot of tension between the siblings and it just kind of caused me to shut down. So when I was like 10 years old, I feel like I kind of went into like my own little cave. Um, 
I stopped being nearly, nearly as outgoing as I ended up being later on in life. Um, and I just figured if I was quiet and laid low and avoided conflict, things that that's how things would end up the best. Um, wild ride going through that. Um, while growing up, a couple of things that I remember, my mom is a freaking trooper. I love her to death. Um, she started taking on more and more work to try and keep us in the same house that we were in, um, just on one income. So she was working extra. And at, at one point, I think when I was about 12 years old, um, she ended up taking another job. She's a school teacher, but she ended up taking another job cleaning office spaces, um, about 30 minutes from where we live. So me and my older brother, my older sister, um, we would get in the car after dinner or whatever we would drive. We'd go up to these office buildings. And I remember we'd be like cleaning the, in these big office buildings, cleaning the bathrooms or vacuuming, vacuuming the carpet to the offices or whatnot. Um, and in the moment, not really understanding why I know my older siblings understood more. My other brother was six years older than me at the time. Um, but it was like, we actually kind of turned it kind of fun. We would go and stop at the gas station and get treats, um, on the, on the drive home from that. Um, but that was, that was when I was 12, 13, around that age. Um, and then going into junior high, like, I think I kind of just took on a very just lay low approach to junior high. Um, I really, I, I had some good friends. I had some kids that I'd grown up with, but I really laid low. I didn't participate too much, um, in, in, in anything that was school sanctioned or anything like that. I did, I was playing sports a little bit. I played lacrosse. Um, and then moving forward from there. So when I was 15 years old or yeah, 15 years old, 14 years old, my dad had got custody of me. So I moved away from the rest of my siblings. Um, and I went and I moved in with my dad. Um, so I was away from most of my siblings other than my older brother and, and in growing up with at that household, it was just a little bit different for me. It's just, it's not where I grew up. It was a different uh, situation system. My dad, my dad had married the coolest lady ever. Who's now my stepmom, And she had, again, two of my favorite human beings on the planet, my two stepbrothers. So I grew up with them in this time as well. Um, and then as I, as I was living over there, I just kind of checked out and I started doing my own thing. I was a total punk. I feel terribly, terribly sorry for my mom and my dad for having to deal with me. My dad was thinking I was sleeping at my mom's house. My mom was thinking I was sleeping at my dad's. I was just living on friends' couches, having a good time. Um, but at this time through high school was the first time I ever really went and... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. kind of put myself out there. I transferred high schools my sophomore year and I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go and make friends. Like I'm going to go and have a good experience. 
and I really put myself out there and I just decided I was done being like quiet um, because I wasn't happy and I wasn't stoked. And honestly, high school was the best experience ever for me. I absolutely loved it. I made some of the best friends in the world that I'm still friends with today. Um, and even the friends that I don't see today, I'm so grateful that I had met and that they kind of took me under their wing and they were my friends. Um, and in high school, I, again, I was just a total punk. I approached life with a very much short-sighted vision. I was just like, oh, this is, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Like, I'm just going to do my thing. Um, so, and that, that shone through in everything I did. I didn't take sports super seriously. I was at school, but I wasn't really mentally at school. And then a lot of time I didn't even end up going to school. I remember I'd wake up with some of my best friends. We'd get to school on time and we'd load up in, in my buddy's car and drive up the Canyon, go eat breakfast, hang out up the Canyon, then go to school for third or fourth period. Um, so that, that was kind of my high school experience. And I, I got into some trouble and I was super lucky to have my dad and my stepmom be so patient and my mom be so patient and give me such good advice and, and really parent me well. Um, but that being said, I just kind of approached life with a very short, short-sighted vision. And I never really had any money, so I was working as much as I could to have money. Um, I, I had a job at Vans in the mall in retail, and then I worked in a, in a warehouse. Um, but I remember a very, very, very important time in my life. I was at one of my best friend Grant Dunn's house, and I was talking to his dad, Alex Dunn, who I love and who's going to be on one of the episodes of the podcast. Um, and we were just chatting, and, and this is the most impactful moment in my life. Um, we were just sitting talking, and someone came in the front door, and it was a guy named Casey Baugh, who's obviously been on the podcast um, and is, is one of my best, best friends and one of my biggest mentors and role models. And he walked in. Um, him and Alex kind of exchanged words, had a conversation. I was just kind of sitting there on my phone. And then he started asking me about me. Um, and however it ended up happening, he ended up offering me a job washing his cars and stocking his fridge. Um, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm there. Anything I can do for money, I'm there. So I show up and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to like hand wash these cars. He drives a Porsche 911. He drives, his wife drives a G wagon and he has a brand new Raptor. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm looking at his fridge and it's like, I'm like trying to figure out how to do this job. Well, it's a, kind of an odd job, right? And it turns out he actually has a freaking unlimited pass at a car wash for these cars. So all I was doing was driving the Porsche five minutes to a car wash, taking it through the car wash, driving the G wagon, then driving the Raptor up. Um, and then I was stocking his fridge, but I made a decision for whatever reason, I was going to be the best person he ever had at that job. So I took a lot of pride, as funny as it may sound, stocking his fridge. The man had every single drink you can imagine. It was perfectly organized. It looked amazing. And it was always full. Um, and uh, that was a really, really like looking back, it was a cool decision of me to go and do because I think it, it kind of spoke leaps and bounds and went a long way. And, and I truly believe how you do something is how you do everything. And it led that trend for me in my life. Um, but the reason this was so impactful, a few weeks into that job, Casey offered me $100 cash, if I would go and I would read a book. And the first book that he handed me was As a Man Thinketh. Um, and in my mind, in high, again, I'm just a total punk. I'm like, hell yeah, 100 bucks. Absolutely. I'm going to crank through these things. So I start reading these books and I'm just collecting cash. And I think he'd offered it to a lot of students and not many people had taken him up on it. Um, but I wanted the money. So I, I was absolutely taking him up on it. And the crazy thing is at some point along that journey, as I was reading these books, as a man think, think and grow rich, um, the happiness advantage, seven habits of highly effective people, all of these books, um, 
I started looking at life a little bit differently. It kind of put a new lens and a new perspective on life for me. I started looking a little bit bigger picture. Um, and that, that is why it was the most impactful relationship I've ever had. And I love Casey to death today for it. Um, and I'll tell you kind of how that affected my life after the fact, but um, all through high school, I read these books for him every single week. I'd go and I'd have like a, a little sit down by the fire with him where he would interview me on the book and I'd give him like a book report on it to make sure that I understood it. Um, and it started changing the way I looked at things. And it was really, really cool. I started absorbing these books and loving them. Coming to the end of senior year, he was like my mentor in life. And I would just ask him a lot of advice. And, and I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I wasn't the biggest fan of school. I didn't really see a degree that I was absolutely stoked on. Um, and I was struggling to make a decision with what I was going to do with my life. And a lot of people in my community, they go and serve a two-year mission for their church. Um, and I knew I didn't, that, that wasn't resonating with me. That's not something I wanted to do. Um, so I went to him and he, he recommended that I go and I look at summer sales. And at the time he was the VP of sales at Vivint. Um, but he didn't really send me to Vivint and tell me to go and meet with a certain person. Like he said, go and look at summer sales. So I said, okay. I looked at it. I went and looked at all my different opportunities, a few different companies, met with a couple of different regionals at Vivint. And long story short, um, I decided I absolutely wanted to go out that summer following senior year to go and sell door-to-door alarm systems. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode so far. It was brought to you by Alchemy Sales Coaching. Now, I typically don't run ads, um, but I feel very strongly about Alchemy Sales Coaching. I started doing one-on-one coaching with Doug back in 2019. And since then, I have gone and not only blown up in my career and my earnings, um, but it's really helped me through just the ups and downs of life. Now, the reason I feel so strongly about Alchemy is because it's a group of individuals not only focusing on furthering their sales career, but they're diving deep into inner work um, and becoming the best version of yourself so you can show up and be the best version of yourself. Um, Not only that, if you have any interest in doing any one-on-one coaching with me, I exclusively do all of my one-on-one coaching through Alchemy. Um, So for full access to me, go and check out Alchemy. I think you'll absolutely love it. It's alchemysalescoaching.com. We will also go and post um, the links in our bio and on stories, et cetera. So go check it out. Um, And I ended up another really, really beneficial and impactful relationship that I had made. I I met with Brad Rossiter, who's now now my partner um, and I work with at the company. Um, I had met with him because one of my friend's siblings worked with him. And it just so happened to click really well. He was really cool. And that was one of the best decisions I ever made was to go and work with Brad. Um, so, so here I am end of senior year. I'm about to go and do this job. I got my, but my best friend, he recruited his cousin and his brother. So I've got like this group of like these three dudes I'm going out with. We're all brand new to it. Um, I'm having a blast in senior year. I'm on top of the world. Right. And then senior year finishes the day after the senior all nighter, we drive out to Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and we're there all, all summer. That's the plan. We're, we're out in Memphis, Tennessee. So we get to Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm like on top of the world. I think I'm just the, the stud of all studs. And I absolutely got my ass kicked that entire year. Um, the first day I remember going out like, what am I doing out here? I didn't understand it. I was really struggling. I had really bad anxiety towards the job. Um, and it's really hard, like with fear of failure being human's number one biggest fear. Like that, that was all I had running through my head was fear of failure. And it was coming to fruition as I continued to fail. Um, and this job is a hundred percent commission-based job. So if you are not selling, you are not making money. Um, and I remember being out there and some, some crazy things that happened that summer, my first year were, I, 
I really, I was trying hard. I was knocking, but I wasn't, I wasn't fully in it and I wasn't doing everything I could have been doing. And I was struggling really bad. And there was a point in that summer where my bank account was slowly being drained as I was being out there, my savings that I'd saved up. Um, and we were going out to eat with the boys and everything like that. So it was not cost effective by any means, but I hit a point where I literally had $16 in my bank account total. And I remember one of my, my manager at the time, Caleb, he was hitting me up. He's like, Hey, we're going, I think it was the flying saucer is what the restaurant was called. And I'm like, no, dude, I can't go. I can't go. I can't go. He's like, dude, don't be lame. And I sent him a screenshot of my bank account. I had $16 in my bank account. I actually couldn't go. I couldn't afford to go and eat out with everybody. So I stayed home and I ate whatever we had at the house. Um, and that was like the scariest financial moment in my life. Cause I was not about to go call home or call anyone and ask for money and ask for help. That's not, I was not about to do that. Um, and that was in the middle of one of my longest, what we call bagel streaks. So I went three weeks without getting a single deal or a single paycheck. And I was working every day from noon to nine every day. Um, so that, that was a, a low of all lows that I remember very, very, very clearly. Um, about three quarters of the way through that summer, I was struggling really bad. A lot of the guys in the office were dominating and I, I was out there with my three buddies, but I, I got invited to go and pick up my friend from his mission in Spain. So I went out with, um, my friend's family to Spain and this was three quarters of the way through the, through the summer. And part of me just didn't want to go back out to Memphis, Tennessee. I'm like, dude, I'm kind of done. I was trying to convince everyone that I had done enough and I should go back to school. Um, and I needed to be home a few weeks before school started to get ready for school. And all of my mentors, Casey, Alex, everybody, they're like, no, you're not, <laughs> you're not quitting a month prior to summer ending. You're not doing that. You're going to finish what you started. And I remember I was like, holy crap. I'm like, they're not going to let me out of this thing. So I get back um, to Salt Lake City. I hop on a flight again to Memphis and I get to Memphis. And when I got back out to Memphis, my three friends that I was out there with went home. Um, and when they went home, they had taken the bedding. They'd taken kind of all of our things. They took most of my stuff other than my work clothes and the clothes that I had taken to Spain. So I'm like, holy crap, I'm broke. I, I'm absolutely not succeeding by any means at the job. And now all my friends that I was out there with left. Um, and I remember because I had such little money, I didn't want to go and buy a blanket from Walmart. They're like 25 bucks to go buy a blanket. So what me and my buddy that were out there did, the one that recruited me, his name's Nate and I love him. Shout out Nate. We pushed our two twin size beds, to, or twin size beds together. We made like a king size bed. We laid there and I didn't have money to go buy a blanket. I had my pillow out there still. I didn't have money to go buy a blanket. So I used my towel as my blanket for the end of summer, the last month of summer. And I remember I would have to make sure that I showered. I had to make sure that I showered in the morning and use my towel in the morning so that it was dry by night so I wasn't sleeping with a wet towel as a blanket. Um, and believe it or not, that's one of the times in my life I'm the most grateful for. I went and I learned how to finish what I start. I went and I learned how to do what I say I'm going to do. And I actually went and produced better that month than I had the entire prior, prior three months of summer, two months of summer. Um, so I went and I finished that summer at 26 accounts. And for people who understand my industry, that's like, Staying out as long as I stayed out and being out there as long as I was, I was the lowest producing rep on our team by a long shot. And I was not good at the job by any means. Right. And I made 12 grand that summer and going in to fly. When I flew home, I remember 12 grand for me was a lot. I was stoked. I was like, holy crap, this is sick. Um, I was going to UVU. I was enrolled. I was taking 17 credits at UVU. Um, and at UVU, I felt rich. I was like, dude, I just made 12 grand. I remember I bought AirPods and I felt so freaking rich because I was rocking my AirPods that I paid for. Um, and that was my intro to school. So I started school. I was on a housing scholarship. So I was rooming with these, these kids I didn't know. Um, and I, and I got to know them obviously. And I was taking 17 credits at, at UVU and I realized very quickly I was not happy. 
I, I did not enjoy school. I did not enjoy my circumstances. I wasn't with any of my friends every day. Um, and I was really at kind of a point where I felt stuck in life. Um, fast forwarding a little bit to February 13th of 2018 is when this was, I sat down with Casey and he kind of called me out. It was a really, really unique experience for me. He's like, Hey, if you're going to go and do this job, you have the golden ticket and you're wasting it unless you're going to go and do it big. He's like, you have way more potential than that. And he basically kind of put, put into perspective what I was wasting. Should I not go and take this thing as serious as I can possibly take it and treat it like a career. So from that day on, I remember I made 12 grand that first year. I finished bottom of my entire region, bottom of the company in a lot of ways. Um, and I decided February 13th of 2018 to take this thing serious. Um, I was still in school, so I was not going to drop out of school. If I had learned one thing from my, my, my first summer, it's that I finished what I start. So I, I committed to go and finish that semester. And if I could go and make six figures, and I was, I was 18 at the time, turning 19, um, if I could make six figures that year in 2018, then I would drop out of college because that's all that I could imagine any degree would go and make me. So I really went and buckled down with Vivint. I kept doing my schoolwork and I made sure I got through those two semesters um, with good grades. And I was knocking in my home market, Utah. I was going on every preseason trip. I was doing every training. I was reading every book on sales I possibly could. I was studying this shit like it's an art form. I was role playing in the mirror. I was doing everything I could possibly do to ensure that I didn't have to go back and be stuck in school the next year. Um, I really put my head down. I went out that summer and I went from doing 26 accounts my first year to 175 accounts my second year. It translated to about 128 grand. Um, and I remember like when that summer ended, it was the most euphoric, amazing, empowering feeling I've ever felt. And I really had clarity for the first time in what I thought I could go and do and like how I wanted to go and approach life. Um, so that was a very big year for me. Big shout out to everyone that helped that year. Like I love Caleb. I love Brad. I love, I love Casey. I love Alex. I love Bodie. I love Jeff. Um, everybody who was a part of it, like big shout out to you guys. And thank you so much. Um, but then I really realized what I could do. And that was kind of an eye opening moment. And again, it was like these new lenses kept getting put over my eyes at different points in my life. Um, and I had really, really, really key mentors to help me do that. Like I've mentioned many times, Casey and Alex, and then Todd was a huge one along the way as well, which he'll be on the podcast too. Um, just helped me to go and think big and believe in myself. Um, and then following that trend, kind of the next few years, I really went and kept double down, double down, double down, applied myself. I'm not in school anymore. So I'm going to take this thing even more serious. Um, and my, my third year I went and I sold 248 accounts and I managed 980 accounts. So so a lot of people listening won't even know what that means, but obviously you can see the growth is exponential from doing 26 my first year. So I went and did 248 personal, managed 980, um, and I made over a quarter million dollars. Um, at this point, I was 19 or 20 years old, um, 19 turning 20. And I was like, holy shit, like this is like legit, this is real, this opportunity is not a joke. Um, and ever since then, it's been that every year. Every year that I go and hit new milestones, I'm like, this is legit. Um, like I shouldn't mess around with that. So then fast forwarding, I'm, I'm now, obviously it's not 2018 anymore. I'm now just finished my sixth year at Vivint and my trends there went from 248 personal, 980 managed my, my third year, my fourth year, I did 305 personal managed, uh, 2,250 fifth year. I sold 284 managed 4,100 sixth year. We implemented solar on top of the smart home. I sold 175 smart home managed 4,200 smart home. Um, and earnings has just kind of followed that trend as well, which has been amazing, a huge blessing. And again, I, I can't stress how blessed I am. Um, and now with where I sit, I, I, I get a 
do what I absolutely love, which is mentor people, coach people and train people. I mentor all of my 115 reps. I make sure they're always taken care of. If there's anything that I can do, I train them and I get to help other people put on those new lenses. So that's a huge role in my life right now. Um, I have the coolest girlfriend in the world. I love her to death. I love my family. I'm very, very close to my mom and my dad and my siblings. Um, I love my step parents, my step siblings. Um, and then the two other roles I feel right now, I'm a, I'm a growth and success coach at Alchemy Sales Coaching, which I love to death. I get to go host events and speak and present and do one-on-one coaching with anyone who's a part of that. Um, and then obviously that leads us to today's the day. And today's the day is one of the most fulfilling things that I get to do. This podcast is amazing for a lot of different reasons for me. Um, I could talk for hours and hours about my story and all those years I just skimmed over. There's stories within stories within stories and all of those. But where I sit right now in the seat that I'm in and being able to, to film these podcasts, the point of these are the fact that I had such key conversations that changed the tra- trajectory of my life. I recognize that. And I recognize two things. Number one, if I had those recorded, I could go review those and still pull so many nuggets out of them. And number two, if I had those conversations recorded, I could give them to other people. So the entire concept of today's the day is to be able to go and record these conversations that I'm lucky enough to have with the people that I'm lucky enough to have them with. Um, And I'm able to go and give that knowledge and those nuggets and that insight to everybody who's willing to go and listen. It's been the most fulfilling thing ever. The only reason any of that works, the only reason we can afford to keep doing it because this is not easy. It takes a lot of time. Huge shout out to my team at 98 Studios um, is because of you guys that listen. You guys are the reason we can keep doing it. So anyone who's listening, anytime you guys go and subscribe or rate or like or share or anything, that's how I can continue to do these things. So I thank you guys. My hat's off to you guys as well. Um, And I hope that helps you guys kind of understand who I am where I come from, what I do. And if there's any other questions that you guys have about my story, you can go and submit those on the Instagram. We'll make a clip, post it so you guys can have any questions answered that you want. I'm an open book. Um, But once again, today's the day. Much love, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, As always, it was a blast for me. I hope you got something out of this. If you got something out of this video of value, share this with a friend and please go show your love. We're on all streaming platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Any ratings, comments, likes, shares, they go a very long way, and they make it so I can keep doing these things for you, and I would appreciate it greatly. So please go share with a friend. Until next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 